Hello, bookworms. Welcome to the Weekend Readers Book Club. Thank you for joining us. In this episode, we are discussing the 2020 released book, 300-page horror, gothic, supernatural read that is Mexican Gothic by Silvia Moreno Garcia. Now, Mexican Gothic is a story about a young lady called Naomi. Naomi is a young socialite that lives in Mexico City who has a cousin, Catalina, who decides to marry a gentleman named Virgil and go off and live in his family home to to get that happily ever after story. However, one day, Naomi and her father receive a letter from Catalina stating that people are trying to kill her She's seen stuff, and the house itself is haunted that she's living in. Tasked to go and find out the truth about her cousin, Naomi travels to a high place, the home of Catalina and Virgil's family, and embarks on a story where she needs to find the truth about what's going on with her cousin, but yet also she finds herself learning the dark, dark violent past of Virgil and his family, and also the dark violent past of the house that she's living in. Not only that, but she slowly feels that she herself is becoming like her cousin, where she's possibly seeing ghosts. She believes the house is haunted, and evil spirits and evilness is just oozing out of the house around her, and she's unsure how to escape herself, but yet also how to escape with her cousin because she cannot leave her cousin in the place that she's living in currently. This book is wild. It takes you on a journey from start to finish, from somewhat normality in Mexico City to a remote place where people just keep to themselves and the township don't want to interact with these people because of what has gone on, and potentially the family that Catalina has married in is cursed. Now, what I liked about this book was there was a very, very slow burn to get to the horror-slash-supernatural stuff in this book. This book is about 300 pages, and I found the first 200 pages were setting up the backstory as we were going along. Good character development in relation to who everybody was, but then from a page 200 onwards, it just hits you with all the horror and the supernatural and the gothic style, say, storyline that is being told in the novel, but... It's not hard-hitting in the sense that it's bam in your face. It's been built up over the last 200 pages, and it's a very, very good payoff. What I didn't like about this book, it was the ending. The ending felt a little flat to me. I get how the ending of the book sort of, like, the ending of the book closed the story off. That's fine. I wanted more information in relation to how the story ended, solely because for the last hundred pages, you're engrossed in everything that is going on. All the good, the bad, the indifferent, the crazy, the supernatural, it's, it's there, you're reading it, you're engrossed in it, and then it just stops. 
how I would end the story, I don't know. Um, but the story does end, and it does give closure. I just wanted more information, especially around the characters that you read about in the final chapter. Now, again, that's not a knock to the author at all. It's just my personal preference. I just wanted a little bit more substance, per se, in that final chapter. But overall, it was a very, very good read. Actually, it was a great read because, as I said previously about what I liked, that slow burn for the first 200 pages, it left me scratching going, hey, this book is supposed to be, you know, awarded the top horror award on Goodreads. Where's the horror? Where's the supernatural? Where's the gothic stuff? But the slow burn needed to get you there. So when it did come, it wasn't out of the blue. It all tied into together. And it was, yeah, it was great. Now, you may be asking, will this book be sitting on my bookshelf? Unfortunately, no. And that's solely because of the ending. Now, don't get me wrong. I get why this book was awarded awards. It's a great book overall. And I'm happy that I have read it. However, with the ending finishing the way it did, it sort of left me a bit of a damper in the sense of the overall read. 99% of the book is great. It's just that 1%. Where I'm like, could I see myself reading it again knowing that payoff? Possibly not. And that's why it won't go on my bookshelf. But don't get me wrong, this book is an absolute great read to read. Now you too can decide if this book is a great read for you. If you want to um, put it on your own bookshelf after reading it and you'll come back and reread it. Feel free to use our links in our bio. They are via Amazon where you will be able to purchase this book, be it paperback, Kindle, or audiobook. This way, you can go out and read it and make your own assumptions. This book may be for you, this book may not be for you, but I would say to you, if this is something that you seem interested in, go ahead, pick up a copy, and give it a good whirl, and see if you enjoy it yourself. Now, as we always do here, as one book closes, another book has to open. It is now time to find out what The Weekend Readers, The Next Readers. The Weekend Readers, The Next Readers, brought to you by FontyTees.com. It's just fonts on tees and more. Visit today at FontyTees.com. Bookworms, we can confirm that The Weekend Readers, Next Readers... Gump and Co. by Winston Groom. Yes, we are doing our first sequel on the Weekend Readers Book Club. The sequel to Forrest Gump. We've read Forrest Gump and Forrest Gump is currently sitting on our bookshelf. Let's read the sequel and see how we get on. So that there is our episode today. Reviewing and discussing Mexican Gothic by Sylvia Marino Garcia, overall a great book to read. If you are playing along at home, feel free to follow us. We are on Instagram at Weekend Readers Book Club. We are also on Spotify and YouTube at The Weekend Readers. Until next time, thanks again for joining us. 
and bookworms. Happy reading.